Hey folks, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio, and this is A Weekly Word. Thank you for being with me. Um, we're going to do something a little bit different for the next four weeks. I want to spend a little bit of time thinking about beauty. So let me start with the question, what, what is beautiful? Um, I grew up on the west side of Michigan, kind of further north, a little town called Manistee. And we would often, in the evening, run to a bluff that overlooked Lake Michigan, and we would watch the sunset because, well, sunsets are beautiful. Um, I also think of uh, when I was a kid up there, and I could watch the stars at night. And there are still places that it gets nice and dark where you can watch the stars. Uh, we have one here in Ohio called Observ Observatory Park. It's just a little bit east of, of Chardon. It's one of two dark parks here. And, um, and when you can get into a nice dark place and you see the stars and maybe you can even see the Milky Way, or if you're far enough north and you can see the Northern Lights, that's, that's beautiful. Um, I think of a grandmother holding her grandson for the first time. I bet you that's beautiful. And uh, a little bit different vein, but a perfect baseball game. No runs, hits, or errors. That's beautiful. Have you ever, have you ever paused and wondered why there is beauty? Notice it's a little bit of a different question. I started out with what is beautiful, uh, but now, now we move into why is there beauty? And when we start talking about purpose, there are all kinds of different ideas that are out there. And, and those ideas are going to be rooted in some fundamental thoughts about the world and where we came from and, and all of these things. So I've, I've heard people talk about beauty as something that is an evolutionary advantage, that you know, if a bird is beautiful, it attracts the attention of a mate and, and all of these kinds of things. Um, okay, but that doesn't explain why you know, Purple Mountain Majesty and, and uh, um, ocean waves and all of these types of things are considered to be beautiful. Um, other people have said that there's no such thing as beauty. Um, that it's just a trick of the, the brain, and we're just conditioned to think that these things are, are beautiful or desirable. Um, I don't know that I buy that, but I can see where somebody would come up with that. For me, when I think about why is there beauty, uh, the answer goes to who is God and what does he do and what is he about? Because... I think beauty is part of God's design and his delight in creation. This is a question that one of my favorite theologians, uh, Dr. David Schmidt of Concordia Seminary in St. Louis, uh, he, he took it up a couple years ago in an essay entitled, Holy Wonder, the Experience of Beauty and Creedal Contemplation. He spent some time thinking about why is there beauty? And what is the purpose of beauty? Is it merely ornamental? You know, I went to a conference a while ago, 
and uh, we were talking about the Psalms. And we were talking about how beautiful the poetry of the Psalms was. And this guy kind of went off. He says uh, that the, the Psalms are not poetry. I mean, why would God do something silly as write little poems to us? Isn't that cute? Isn't that sweet? And uh, I, I actually think it's something that is beautiful that God has done. Well, that doesn't help because I just used beauty twice, didn't I? I think it's something loving that God has done in order to draw us out of ourselves and to help us to experience something really important about who he is and this world that he has created us to live in. So for some people, they look at beauty and they think that this is just something that's expendable. It's, it's just something, a little, nice little addition. Um, it's nice to have if you can, but we don't really need it. Yeah, and maybe, but it is something that is really a blessing to have. Um, I, I can't imagine a, a life where there's no such thing as beauty. But maybe if we think about beauty in connection to God being our uh, creator and him also being the one who redeems us and, and the one who gives us the gift of, of hope in a fallen world, and we can think about God's goodness, maybe then we can start to think about beauty as an invitation to explore those things, to explore the creation, to explore redemption, to explore hope, and to explore God's goodness. Now, I want you to notice that some of those points that I talked about, you know, creation, redemption, and hope, those are things that are connected to specific persons of the Trinity and in, in how we confess what God says about himself in the Apostles' Creed. You see, beauty transports us. It opens us to experience God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in our, our fallen perception, in ways that that fallen perception might otherwise be incapable of. So because we're sinners, we don't find ourselves able to experience God in his fullness. And maybe beauty is part of him revealing some really important things about himself to us, some aspects of how he works in our lives. And if we think about it that way, beauty then is a gift that helps us to experience God. And over the next three weeks, we'll consider beauty, using insights from Dr. Schmidt um, in the context of the Trinity. And we'll think about that in terms of how we confess him in the Apostles' Creed. And I hope that this will be something that will be beneficial to you. And I actually hope that even this was, was helpful to you in some way. And if it was, please like it and share it and help other people to find it. And come back next week when we're going to talk a little bit more about creation and beauty. God's blessings on your day.